Welcome back to episode 3 of Scrubbed In, where you're joining me and Ams, and this week we're going to be talking about medical school interviews. What we felt when we found out we had interviews, how the interviews went, and what we're feeling after interviews. Well, we all know we, we did well in interviews because we obviously yeah. got into med school, but let's take a right back. How, do you know what, where were you and how were you feeling when you found that you got an interview for medical school? Going back, um, so so I think what I did was I applied. Once the application was submitted, I think obviously we were always on was it student forums? What was it called? That website. Oh my days! That I website. Um, was student website. room or something. Student room, something yeah, like I'm, that. I know exactly. What Anyways, I was on that. So and I remember everyone was sort of conversing and sort of discussing all oh, the interviews are coming out. So mm. I was always keeping an eye on that, and I think I was just checking mm. sort of excessively, maybe 10, 15 times an hour. Throughout wow. the day, so I was really fixated on this now because I really just wanted it, and um, and I realized I think just one night it was like at I think it was like ten o'clock, mm. 10, ten p.m. ish, and I remember seeing you sort of an interview email saying you've been sort of um, uh, allocating an interview slot on a particular day and for you to turn up, and it wasn't a sense of relief. Mm. As in, oh, I've gotten past to this stage. It was a sense of pressure. I see. Right. Now I had an opportunity to achieve my dreams. So it's starting to become a bit more real yeah. for you. So now it wasn't about... I knew, well, sort of... with sort of, Without arrogance, I sort mm. of knew that I'll, I'll get my A-levels. Mm. Right. Okay. If I study right, mm. I will get the grades that I need. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'll get into med school. But getting an interview means now that that door is potentially open to me, Yeah. right? Uh, so with pressure, I just remember think, thinking, damn, I've got an interview and it's like, I need to start working now. I need to start preparing. Uh, how did you feel? How did uh, you find out? To be fair, so, so I got two interviews. Mm -hmm. So the first one was from St. George's. Yeah. Um, sure enough. I got one. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> I did get into your things. But the St. George's one was quite early on in the year. Yeah. And then my King's interview was towards the end. So that's okay. when you're a bit a bit worried. Uh, everyone's had interviews. I haven't really had yeah, an interview. Yeah, yeah. Am I going to get an interview? The St. George's one, in general, when I got the interview date, like you, I don't think I was obsessing about UCAS, but you get the notification, kind of yeah. jump on, and it's mm -hmm. that moment until you find out. Um, and for me, it was just like, yes, I'm a step closer to, you know, going into med school. And like you, the pressure kind of went on, oh, do you know what? Mm. Now it's time to perform yeah. and you start preparing. Um, and I think, you know, with these things, it becomes a bit more real, becomes a bit more tangible. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if we mentioned the first few episodes, the concept of being a doctor is amazing. Like, while, you know, you're going down this route mm -hmm. and this just adds it or makes it a bit more real. So for me, it was probably a mixed bag of emotions. Like, do you know what? Serious. Let me start preparing. So exactly. I don't know how you prepared. What did you kind of do to prepare for the medical interview? When was the interview? Because I know Kings have this thing where if you get an interview early on, you're most likely to get an offer. And then if you get it later in the year, you're kind of the last few people. Yeah. Um. When was it? I think it was in like March. -ish. Okay. So you had to towards the early of the... Yeah. Because I was, was towards... Towards the end. When was the when did you get I'm interviewed? Not, like towards April, end of April. So I was, that means I was one of the more earlier batches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how did I prepare? Uh, I had a very good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, there was a few of us, um, and I remember mm -hmm. lots of everyone forming these circles. Mm -hmm. 
obviously everyone didn't actually think I was serious about doing medicine so me and another friend in fact they sort of kept us excluded from the sort of larger circles where they were sort of actively practicing interview questions and mm-hmm. things so just me and him we were sort of like uh, no, one believes, yeah, no one believes us that wow. we're serious about doing medicine so, so just to, so there were other people that got medical school interviews yes exactly and they were practicing among themselves yeah and yeah, kind yeah. of left you and another yeah, i was thinking like wow they didn't really involve me in that uh, but anyways i got again sticking to that theme of it's always good to work with a friend mm-hmm. with my friend i practice we'd be sort of practicing together in the library interview questions back and forth mm. we'd go home and sort of between the hours of maybe 9 and 11 we'd be on the phone asking each other questions mm. Um, so I think that's a, sort of the golden way of practicing an interview It's to actually practice with someone because someone else is able to pick up on what you're saying and if it's sort of coming across wrong or you're not mm. really demonstrating all of your skills. Um, I didn't really know much what the interview was like. I didn't have any insight. Yeah. Did you have anyone you can contact or speak to like, hey, I've got an interview med school, what does it entail, what, what's the process, what type of questions they ask? Did you have access to that individual, access to any information like that? Um, again, looking back, right, mm. that was, it was such a risky thing that I did. I would, if I could go back in time mm. and I met myself back then, mm. I would say you need to reach out to other people. Mm. I took a huge risk. I had one interview Yeah. and I was practicing one friend. Wow, yeah. And that's all I did. And you're just banking it all and of that, that one I day. I banked and put all my eggs into one basket, right? Mm. That is very risky. I mean, it's so much better because a lot of our friends, in fact, mm. at King's especially, they practice with loads of senior, who are our senior doctors, yeah. our senior students, senior medical students, who really um, supported, supported them sort of develop their interview techniques. Um, so I took a huge risk that I wouldn't ever advise anyone taking and yeah. that was to just practice myself. Um, and I did reading, I just read up, I read up on loads of healthcare articles and things that I thought that med schools might question us on. Um, they're the two things I essentially did. Hmm. What did you do? Um, similar to you, for me it was probably fine, you've got the interview, you get over the feelings and now it's time to prepare. Yeah. I didn't really have anyone that I knew that went through medical school or did the interview, so I didn't really have anyone to reach out to. Yeah. Um, at the time, for me, I probably saw the interview as if the same interview you do for a job, right? Yeah, yeah. I knew it was important. I knew it was it mm-hmm. had weight to it, but I just treated it as any other interview. Okay. Um, so, the only thing, so I've always been like an avid reader. I've always enjoyed reading. Um, it gave me a reason to start reading BBC mm. News health news find out the latest you know advances yeah. in health and technology and kind of like the budget yeah yeah but i probably you know kind of jotted down and kind of went through myself why i wanted to be a doctor my experiences mm. but one thing i did do so you in this situation you do what you can do right yeah so you've got opportunity medicine you're not going to waste it you're going to spend your time doing things that can help you so i knew that one of the things that they do in the interview is they ask you about a personal statement yeah. so i spent time going through my personal statement, internalizing okay. it and kind of be like, okay, I've mentioned this. If they were to ask me about my work experience in nursing home, what am yeah. I going to say? What am I going to tell them mm. the skills I've learned? So I spent a good time going through my personal statement okay. and reading up on all the latest news and health. But in terms of practicing or having someone teach me interview technique, yeah, you know, I don't have that. 
and I know there's loads of courses now once again they were either too expensive for me or they didn't know they existed yeah. my main concern and my main worry was back then I speak a lot of slang right yeah you know we, we're back then back then obviously, yeah it's improved a lot yeah not now but obviously because you know after school you're going into the area you're hanging around chicken shops and you're with your mates you're speaking a lot chicken shops is your place and and, and, you know in these areas and these you know these like car parks and these weird places where they're wonderful places um and my concern was i would be speaking in a way that's not how the rest of the interviewers would be speaking i was very conscious of that yeah even into med school i remember like i speak a lot of slang at one point, I spoke so much slang. One of the my mates took me to a side and said, "Abdul, if you don't fix up, you're gonna get kicked out of med school." Yeah. Because he found, I think he just found me speaking slang when insulting. Was, when was that? Um, it was quite early on, going for the quad. One of our mates. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So he just took me aside and he's like, "Bro, just come with me." And he's like, "Bro, you need to stop speaking slang and stop swearing, because you're gonna get kicked out of med school." And this is you have to remember in med school, especially the first few weeks, everyone takes it really seriously, right? Really, really proper seriously, seriously, right? And you'll go and you know when I'm on it. Do you know what I did for my interview or like how I rocked up? So a week ago, in our common room six form, um, my mates will probably remember one of the guys dropped a sofa on my foot, so yeah. I messed up my toe. So like the nail came off or whatever. So wait, 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 wait. drop a sofa? How do you drop? So a you sofa? know in, the, in a like a common room, we got these little like lounges and chairs and little yeah. footstools and sofas, and we're just mucking about. And he must have been doing weights with it, or whatever, right? My with, foot with happened the to the sofa. Be, yeah, so he's just right. lifting it. Right, cool. The sofa dropped onto my foot. Bro, it was painful. Very, I had to go in. It was very, very painful. And then there's the other story where my dad came with me to A and E, and he left me in A and E because his mate called him to go and fetch some apples that he collected fresh off a tree. This is the same, same night. Same night. It all happened in one night. So you're there in agony, and your dad. My dad took me to A and E, and then he left me, and he said, "You'll be fine by yourself. I just need to go home, you know, grab some apples." He didn't turn up. Uh, so my interview was a week afterwards. So typically. For these interviews, you kind of dress very well, have a suit. I don't have a suit. Yeah, a so suit. I wore trainers. Buy a suit. Yeah, so so I wore trainers. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously my first was hurting. I don't, you know, well, I had a reason. Shoes. Okay, fine. That's the reason. I wore this. I don't have a blazer. You had a school blazer, but I didn't want to wear my school blazer. I don't really have a suit, right? Because there's no need yeah. for me to ever wear a suit. I was never that type of guy. Yeah. So I had a, a white shirt on, like a tie, normal trousers, and I put a baseball jacket on top. You turned up to one of yeah. the most important interviews in your life. Wearing a baseball jacket. And wearing a baseball jacket. Yeah, and then don't worry, I had all my excuses ready. That is not something we advise. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> don't do what I did. So <laughs> I rocked up to this interview. Okay. And I went into this room, and then it hit me. So for me, I'm mm. probably you know I'm an impulsive individual, and it's towards the end. Then I realized the nature and gravity of the situation. I rocked up, you know, wearing trainers. <laughs> You know, a, a poorly tied tie and and train and a blazer jacket, like a, that was a. Don't a, call it a blazer jacket. Or like a you know a baseball jacket. Baseball jacket. And you're seeing there, you guys in shiny suits. I don't know if that was a trend back then, but there were guys glistening, bro, like glistening in the sun, and you can just see and they had notes and very well prepared, very well prepared for this yeah. was going to be. And I thought, ah, oh, do you know what? I'm gonna flop. I'm th- there's no chance in hell. That is I'm not get. how you turn out, by the way. Making it clear uh, still. Don't. Uh, <laughs> And I remember I'm just in this room and I'm sitting and I just thought, you know what, this ain't for me. And I think, I'm glad it worked out, but I think that's a very bad mindset to have. I kind of gave up before I even got into the room to get interviewed. Just because I was overwhelmed. Because you have to remember, maybe for you, you're you're a big fish in a small pond. So in your college, in your sixth form, you're probably the smartest person, the most... 
Oh, no, no. High-achieving individual, okay. right? But then you go to playing for where everyone else is better than you. They've come from better yeah. backgrounds. Yeah, I definitely felt like that as well. yeah. So I went there and I realised, oh, do you know what? I'm not as smart as I used to think I was. I'm not yeah. as gifted as the rest of these lot. Mate, I'm not even in a suit. Yeah. And, mate, just there you kind of like thought, do you know what? I'm going to go and do what I can. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just a battle I've lost already. Yeah. So I don't know. I know you just very well. For people that know Ams, yeah. you're, you know. I try. <laughs> yeah. How was it for you? How did you rock up to the interview? And how was that bit? So me again, I, I, the way I treated it was I needed to make sure I sort of ticked every box possible. So I made sure I had my shirt. Mm. Which I had my, did I wear a tie? No, I didn't have a tie. But I had a shirt, usual belt, trousers, mm. shoes. I don't think I had a suit. Again, I think our backgrounds is what mm. limited our ability to just have a casual suit. Because there's never any reason around. to wear a suit, right? Exactly. I wear school mm. uniform. Um, and otherwise I'd be wearing just simple t-shirts and jeans otherwise yeah. um, and hoodies so never had a reason to own a suit and I could never afford it at that time so mm. just shirt borrowed from my uncle wow. belt borrowed from my uncle yeah and the school tra- there were school trousers mm. at that time and I managed and I had shoes um, but it was smart I looked smart yeah, yeah so I looked like made it work. I made it work right and I turned up yeah um, and for the interviews no I I the interviews for me was up and down. Mm. I think we'll go into it in a in a moment, but it was up and down. But I honestly, I gave it my all, and I remember sort of coming out of that interview, mm. thinking I, I I was happy in the sense that I can't I couldn't have faulted myself in okay. my prep. So you like, knew, um, in the sense that of everything that was available to me at that time, mm. I made I made use of it. I didn't have a large circle of friends who were practicing for med school interviews, mm. but I had that one friend. And I and we used each other as much as we mm. could. Um, used all the internet resources available. I made sure I used all of the resources available to me, right, to make sure to make sure that I gave it my all and I came out with no regrets. And I, that, yeah. that's the one thing you want to do. Mm. I think when you do something, the one thing you want to do is you want to do that particular task, come out mm. having no regrets about how you performed. Okay. Right. Um, so yeah, that's how I treat. Uh, well, how did you feel the day before your interviews? For me, it's, we're going back a fair while. For me, I can't really remember. I'm, sh- but there was obviously this this nervousness and anxiety. But for me, like, I wasn't worried about the clothes. Yeah, I didn't realize the caliber of students mm-hmm. I'd be competing against. Because really, yeah. and truly, you are competing against. Yeah. I don't know how many the places there are and how many people apply. So I didn't realize the level of competition I was facing. Mm, mm, for mm. me, my biggest worry was, am I going to be speaking slang? Am I going to mess it up? Yeah. Is the true slang reason... Slang was pretty... It was heavy, man. List, wasn't it? If you speak to people at King's, a lot of people that went to King's blame me for deteriorating the level of English. Because yeah. I, I brought slang <laughs> into to the uni and everyone else started speaking it and they all left, you know, with, a, with worse English than they did yeah. coming in, right? But for me, the concern was slang. Mm. But that worry, can I express myself and kind of show them I really want to do medicine. I really want to be a doctor. Yeah. That's what got me kind of worked up. That yeah. Would they understand? Because I'm conscious you're there for a very short period of time. And is that enough to convince them? I've got what it takes to be a doctor. I'm going to work my ass yeah. off. Give me an opportunity. That's my, was my worry. On the topic of speaking slang, I think it's mm. quite important for our viewers, especially to pick up on that. We can still speak slang. It's just oh. about being able to communicate in the right manner 
in the right place at the right time. I definitely. So, for example, when we're not at work, yeah, when you're just with your friends, or when we're just mm. out for dinner, whatever, mm. right? We don't speak like this. Do yeah. we even not even no. like this. Come on, no. <laughs> right? No, there's, I definitely there's a time agree. and place, and I think at med- medical school, um, it's very important to be able to demonstrate that you can communicate appropriately mm. in the right sort of context and in the right settings. I think that's important. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who do speak slang, what advice would you give them? I don't know. Um, don't give up who you are. Don't start changing the person you are for medical school. Be yeah. who you are. Because one thing I remember is, and um, you know, from the little scraps of information you get, they always say be true to yourself. Be who yes, you are. Because it will show if you are lying or if you've mentioned something in your personal statement that really you didn't do, they can pick up on it. You just remember... You may think you're the smartest cookie in the room, but these are people and professors that have, you know, done this for years and then they've seen thousands of students, thousands yep, of college exactly. students, and they can tell a mile off if you're lying, if you're pretending and to be someone, you know, obviously there is always an element where you kind of big yourself up and you kind of act in a way, but be true to yourself. But at the same time, there are things you can do. Yeah. Take time, you know. I'm not saying like, speak English properly, like, like what I did to see. But be true to yourself. Don't pretend someone, don't be overzealous. Don't go and be yeah. like, yo, you know, I've been dying to be a doctor since I was the age mm. of three. I want to be a top surgeon. Just be genuine and truthful. Say, you yeah. know what? I want to be a doctor. These are my reasons. And no, you know, I didn't get the opportunity to do work experience in a hospital or a clinic or in a, in a, in a, in a fancy surgical theatre. But I did get to do X, Y, and Z, and I did learn how to manage time. I did learn how to communicate, work in a team, and yeah. I feel these are the skills that will make me a good doctor. Do that. Make it work in your favor. Um, like I'm said, do you have any moments or you know anyone that you met during the interview or any experience? Because for me, I'll be honest, it was a blur. The whole interview. The whole interview process. How did yours go out of interest? What, um, was it was, like? I think the only station that kind of. I struggled in truly. So all the stations were alright. You can never gauge yeah. if it went well or not. Um, but one of the stations that I struggled with was the ethics one, where I think they give you a situation and you have to kind of answer it. It's a common and one. And there's certain principles you talk about, stuff like autonomy and good yeah, and bad. Yeah, yeah. That I struggled with because these are things you never practice for. These are things you're never taught in school and we're you never not, yeah. ever give thought to, right? So I struggled with that. I don't understand what they wanted from me. I didn't ex- understand what they expected from me at that station. Later, once you get into my school, you realize, okay, this mm. is the station, this is mm. ethics. These are the things they want to hear from you. So those situations, I was honest. Yeah. And I would always say, be honest. If you don't know something, try your best. I gave, you know, the best of my ability. I don't know what I scored on that station. Bear in mind, I had the MMI, so the more, the many multiple interviews yeah, where you yeah. go from one interview to another. Um, but I, I did, I, all right, yeah. I guess. On the topic of honesty, I think that's quite important. I remember I had this one station, right, where I was told to sort of, um, sort of explain this graph mm. and it was a medical graph right and I kid you not I had no idea what that was and in my head I've frozen now right and the dean of the medical school wow, was the dean. interviewing me right and um, I had no idea what this was so in my head everything just slowed down time slowed down and I was thinking now do I just make things up and blag this or I tell her I don't know hmm. right and I was in that moment and you know what I just I looked her in the eye and I just said I have no idea what this is and she looked at me right and she then said do what you can mm-hmm. right so then I thought I will do what I can so then I started to describe 
what I saw on the pit, on the on the graph. I described the axes and what was happening on the graph and mm. what it could be. Bear in mind, you didn't do maths at all. No, that's probably why. But come on, you don't need maths to, to describe a graph, no, you do. right? <laughs> come on, it's a, it was related to the human body and the sort of blood levels or something. Okay. Um, you don't need maths. Come on, and um, so yeah, I just I just described it. And you know what? When I go back and I look back, I think about it, right? What skills did I demonstrate that I think would have caught the eye? And I was mm. thinking about it. It was honesty. Mm. So being honest with yourself when you don't know something, right? And admitting it. Yeah. Right? And then trying. Trying. Being sort of describing what you see, interpreting it. So do you see how, how you can go from not knowing something to demonstrating a whole array of skills, right? which is ideal mm. to be the ideal doctor isn't it yeah so as a as a junior doctor yeah right, if you don't know something what do we do right we we go for we look for senior health yeah right we look for senior health yeah i agree and i think that's that's important to know your limits know your limits and just be honest again sticking to the concept of honesty right mm. a friend of mine once what happened was in his interview right um so it was a panel interview and the interview interviewer was sort of reading out his personal statement. It was a really good, elegant piece hmm. that was being read out, right? Something hmm. about blood disorders and conditions. And he's sitting there and he inside knows that that's not his personal statement. Wow. But it's a very good personal statement. Very good. So in a sense, he puts you in the position of, do you pretend that's yours and go along with it because it's amazing? So he didn't write that personal statement. He didn't write someone that. Someone wrote it or he took it from someone. No, that's someone else. That's a different candidate possibly. Or that might be something that that was just a decoy. Oh, see. Right? We don't know. He doesn't know to this day. Anyway, they were reading out this really amazing sort of personal statement and he was then in that dilemma of, do I now tell them that's not my personal statement they're reading out? Yeah. Or do I pretend I know what that condition is that they're talking about and just essentially blag it again and show them I'm this amazing person who wrote that personal statement for them. <laughs> he yeah. demonstrated exactly what we're, we've been sort of sort of berating right now demonstrated honesty and he said to them I'm sorry but you might have a, you might um, mistakenly picked up a different candidate's personal statement that's not mine yeah and he said and he what, said was, that, what did they say back and they were like oh wow this one's this one's not yours mm. they then picked up his but the transition was almost too smooth and it was almost like it was being tested for honesty but that's why I think it's important that we are us we are Sort of genuine, genuine, and we are sort of honest. Yeah, in our interviews, I think that's a very important piece of advice to be given to anyone that's watching, um, who's preparing for an interview. Be yeah. honest with yourself. Um, that's it. Seems to be that was the only sort of key bit that I remember in my interview. Everything else was a blur again. Yeah, same similar to me. It it's so just fast. I think at the time when you're doing it, um, it probably. I don't want you know you to think you know me speaking now that it wasn't a big deal at the time I'm sure it was a big deal it's just so many years have passed and you sit so many more interviews yeah. and you know it just gets pushed back to back but at the time you're 18 years old 18 yeah, 19 exactly. and you have to understand you know we're speaking now a good six seven years after med school right so yeah, it's, we're on a whole different mindset but as 18 I want you know the people that are listening to understand that they don't expect you to already be like a 25 year old doctor. They mm. don't expect you to have the best answers, very well composed, excellent technique. They want to see at 18, you're very young. 18 yeah, is a very young yeah, age. Yeah. 
that you have the skills and you're willing to learn to take what it takes essentially to become a good doctor are you honest are you genuine yeah. are you willing to learn are you willing to sacrifice and it doesn't matter if you get the wrong answer or the right you know you, you do you know mm-hmm. you, you don't know like you, you struggle with the situation I think it's not about what you say it's about the other attributes you display you know mm-hmm. at 18, 19 and that's what they look for they look for in that moment in time in that half an hour you have are you someone that we can see becoming a doctor and exactly. that's what you need to show them yeah. and if you don't know it think of ways you can do it yeah, maybe in the manner you dress the manner you talk even little things going into the, the, the interview and saying you know good afternoon my name's Abdul yeah. how are you taking a seat mm. the little stuff like that which I was oblivious to back then is very important and those okay. are the skills or those are the things that they'll pick up on mm. um, having done lots of interview practice for lots of different people I would say that and I wouldn't say you know worry too much um is uh you know to kind of wrap up the session um i've kind of enjoyed talking about the interview today Mm -hmm. because it kind of brought a lot of fond memories back memories um and i remember one of my best friends now um he also had an interview at the time Mm. um and he's gonna achieve amazing things and i'm Mm -hmm. sure we'll probably bring him on to talk about it he didn't do too well in his interview and I remember it's just heartbreaking because like you, it's only a handful of you. It's just you and one or two people and you kind of walk into this room and you realise the level of competition, you realise that you're out of your depth. You may not necessarily be what is expected mm. of what a doctor is. Um, so he then get into med school and I remember that broke my heart. And then the year after, we kind of helped each other to do well and he did get offered to do medicine. He's just graduated this year. Um, so how did you feel, you know, we can, you know, talk about another time but how did you feel after the interview I know you kind of mentioned it after the interview um, if, if you had to describe in one sentence I was re- again relieved and I had no regrets yeah. I think I said it before mm. I walked out of that interview and I had no regrets I did everything that I could um, and I was honest and yeah I came out and I just said that's it I've done my best we'll mm. see if they'll accept uh, so I, I, I sort of felt relieved what about you I Relief is probably there, but I'd say eye-opening. It nice. kind of opened my eyes up to the level and calibre of mm. students that are out there I'm competing against. Yeah. You kind of see, okay, wow. This yeah. is, you know, potentially these are going to be my colleagues, my peers, right? Yeah. And you kind of see, wow, okay, this is the degree and this is the extent to which you've prepared for medical school interview Yeah. and to go fix up my game. Exactly. Um, so um, I think before we close this episode now, Three bits of advice for those guys that are watching who are preparing for medical school interviews. What should um, they do? First of all, congratulations to everyone that yeah, landed a medical school interview. Yeah. Prep to, you know, it's really difficult. They must have loved your personal statement. Now you have an opportunity to kind of show them, mm-hmm. you know, you want to be a doctor. First of all, I say uh, practice. Try, you know, understand that your motivation, the reason as to why you want to become a doctor. Mm. Do you have the skill set to become a doctor? You mm-hmm. know, it's all well and good saying I want to be a doctor just because it's such a noble and mm-hmm. exciting and world talks about thinking about do you are you someone that can commit? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you happy to spend many, many years in university? Find out your ambition and motivation, make it genuine so that you know, whenever the interview asks you why do you want to be a doctor, you can yeah. tell them, you know, you can open your heart up and say this is the reason X, Y, and Z. Mm. Be genuine. The second reason I'd say, whatever resources you have, be it online, be it courses, friends, family, colleagues, 
practice with someone yeah speaking to yourself going through things in your head is very different to coming out here and speaking to someone even in front of a mirror mm-hmm. you know practice etiquettes try to be polite dress well for the interview and the third one i think you know from what you said give her your all do the best of your ability and don't worry too much about it do to the best of your ability and leave without any regrets knowing that you know what i've given my best shot if i get yeah. in i get in if not i'll try again next year but at least i was genuine and they know that I truly, truly, truly want to be a doctor. Mm, yeah. And those are my piece, you know, advice I'd give. Um, my three that I would give, right? <laughs> so number one, right? Interview questions, right? There's only a certain number of questions that you can ask. And I guarantee you, if you were to do all the searching that you could online, you could find those questions. Whether it's through textbooks that's uh, available out there that you can buy or whatever online. You can find them and you can practice them and practice them with someone, someone that can critique you. Okay. Um, number two, I think for the interviews, you need to go through your personal statement, know that, mm. and then structure that. Know how you can demonstrate each and every skill that you've sort of written down and you've demonstrated. Uh, make sure you can sort of verbally bring that out. Uh, for number three, I think with number three, be you, be genuine, be who you are, be honest. Um, because I think those who want to do medicine, they have those natural traits which are sort of really amazing and are suited for becoming a doctor. So be you, be honest, be genuine, bring out your character, your personality and let that shine because that will sort of turn heads, catch the Dean's attention and hopefully that will be what lands you the interview. Um, I think that's it. Anything else to say about interviews? No, I think... You know, we can only talk from our experience and what we've seen exactly. people do. And I think yeah. um, you covered it quite well. And I just want to wish everyone the best of luck. Yeah. And, you know, reach out to us. We're more than happy to help. Exactly. If you have any questions, you want a bit more advice. Um, I think, you know, we can probably wrap up it. Yeah, we'll close it there. Um, so that's enough for today, I guess. Um, what are we doing next week? I'm not too sure. We'll keep you all guessing. If you you know, if you have anything you want us to talk about, just leave a comment below, email yeah. us, reach out to us. If there's anything you want to talk about, you know, just to remind everyone this you know, the first few episodes we're just gonna talk about a journey to med school, being doctors. Yeah. But we've got lots of amazing things coming up, you know, work abroad, publishing exactly. American journals and all these amazing things. So stay tuned. Once again, thank you for listening. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you next week. week. Yeah. That's about it.